Hey everyone, how's it going? My name is Jordan. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Lucky Dip Podcast. You know, if you've never been here before, you got to go back. We have we have 22 episodes. This is the 23rd episode. Like, it's it's full of good stuff. Um, basically, what we talk about though. Sometimes we talk about esports. Sometimes we talk about just gaming in general. Sometimes we talk about uh, Christ Gaming, which is the esports organization that I'm the co-founder of. Sometimes we talk about creativity, YouTube, things like that. Um, you know, it, it's kind of just whatever I feel like talking about. But sometimes, most of the time rather, we do try to focus kind of on gaming, esports. Uh, when I originally started this podcast, I actually wanted to focus on small businesses as well. The reason for that is because uh, I started this in about April. And previous to that, for the, for the past couple of months, from January till February of this year, sorry, January to March of this year, I was in a Launchpad Accelerator class with uh, my co-founder, Alex. So we were in it for Christ Gaming. You had to get like invited, basically, well, not invited to the class, but you had to like apply to get into the class and have like an interview. You couldn't just, you know, select the class and you're in. Anyways, we were in that class and it basically was just for small businesses or people who have businesses to kind of like build it. And then they had the opportunity for a Launchpad pitch, which was like a decent amount of money. And, you know, a few of our uh, classmates went in and they and they got some money, which was great. And then we also had the opportunity to do a, to do a Founders Fund pitch to get a little bit of money. And Alex and I entered that one and we won, which was great. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that we were in a class full of people who were trying to start their own businesses. So I kind of thought it would be neat if I, on this podcast, would just like chat to a few of them because, you know, it's kind of interesting. Some of them had cool businesses, at least things that I thought were pretty interesting. And then it's kind of just a way to talk uh, with that entrepreneurial or that business mindset and kind of just, I don't know, educate. But regardless, that one didn't quite work because, I don't know, I just sent like a message to our, to the group chat. It wasn't really a group chat that we were all in. It was like a... Oh, what was it? It was like a Google. It was almost like an email thing. It was kind of confusing, but I sent I sent something in there in like May or June and nobody responded. And then I haven't cared much to reach out to each of them, although I could. I'm sure they might not have just they might just have not seen it because I mean, I don't even look at it. I don't even know where I found the message. It was like Google Hangouts or something. I don't even know if you get notifications for it. But what I what I'm trying to say is I was going to do some business stuff, but it didn't quite work out yet but i might start transitioning to it and anyways this is this is the intro if you if you're brand new to the podcast we, we this intro sometimes goes on for a minute sometimes goes on for five minutes today's is going to be dragged out a little bit longer because i have a few things to talk about in the intro before we get to the main topic for today which is going to be esports related actually the main topic that we will be talking about is going to be um me changing my esports career that's a joke, by the way. That's you know, I'm, I'm saying that as a joke. But I'm going to be doing a recap on the Canadian Esports Championship Series uh, tournament, the preseason tournament, which was actually uh, last weekend, exactly a week ago. It was it was about a week ago, <laughs> and um, yeah. So that's what we're going to mainly talk about because I actually did some exciting stuff with that, and more than I thought I was going to do. So that's why I wanted to talk about it, and you'll understand why the title of this podcast is "Changing My Esports Career." It'll all make sense when I talk about it, but you're going to have to wait. The tension's rising. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to keep you waiting for a little bit longer because I have a couple other things to talk about in this intro. So I'm not filming these podcasts anymore. Surprise, surprise. That, that might come to a surprise to some of you. It might not to others based on, I don't know, 
your thoughts of me being able to be consistent with it, but I'm going to keep doing this podcast with audio, and I have a couple of reasons for that. This all sparked last week, okay? Let me take you to the beginning of why I decided this. So last week, when I did the podcast, I did film it, okay? I went to go put it onto my computer and edit, and it kept crashing my editing software like it wasn't even opening for some reason I would try to put it in and the whole thing would crash and then my computer would crash so not just the program but like my computer I'd have to restart my computer try to put the footage in again and everything would just crash and it was making me very frustrated because it takes a lot of time that does not take a lot of a lot of time to edit because I only have like one cut in there because this is all basically live in a sense you know I just put in my intro put in my outro for music and, you know, cut a couple of things together maybe. But I don't like to edit my podcast because I like to feel real. You know, I, I like to just sit down for half an hour, 45 minutes, whatever the case is, and just talk. And sometimes it goes a little off the rails, and that's okay because that's what I want it to be. I don't want it to be a polished, um, what would the word be? A polished product in a sense. And for the most part, I think I keep myself on track. It's more if you have guests and stuff, you know, you might need to edit a couple of things if they want something out. But whatever. What I'm trying to say that's also my phrase of the week, apparently, what I'm trying to say. But for real, what I am trying to say is that I, I went to go do it and it was just, it was crashing everything. I was getting frustrated. And the reason I was also getting frustrated is because with the program that I use, DaVinci, it takes so long to export. It takes so long. It takes a couple hours to export one of these. And it was getting later in the day and I had things to do. And I was like, oh my goodness, especially with the, it was actually for the Canadian Esports Championship Series. I had to be on the stream. I had, I, like, I literally was going to be such a busy day. And I was, I, I needed to get this podcast out. So I just put it out, the audio version. And I just didn't do the video and I couldn't even edit it. It kept crashing everything. And then that's when I, that kind of started this idea now of, do I really need to film these right now? Because the reasoning behind it is when I post these on YouTube, I get no views on them, okay? There's been a couple of them. Like, I think one of them was, uh, what was it called? I think the one that got, like, a decent amount of views was why video games aren't fun anymore. And it's one that I filmed a, a, a while ago just on my webcam. And that got, like, 40-something views. And that's, like, the most, or maybe that's even an exaggeration. It might have only been 20. <laughs> I, I don't know. but But that was... Like the most views. And normally these get less than 10 views whenever I would post them on YouTube. And for the amount of work that went into like trying to export them and the amount of time that took and then to upload them and everything for them to get no views, it didn't seem really worth it to me, especially when the way that I consume it and I know that a lot of you consume it is just through audio. I just thought, why would I be putting this much effort into video Especially when I, if I want to have guests on again, because I haven't noticed you, if you notice on this podcast, I haven't had guests on the podcast for months because when I started doing video, that's also very hard to get guests on first, because some people aren't comfortable being on camera, even if it was just through discord, like on webcam, some people don't have webcam, some people don't want to be on camera. And then the second reason is that when I started filming with my actual camera, I didn't want to go back to my webcam to have a guest on because I would have to do that if I were to have a guest, if I were to be filming it, since nobody in person is here. Or there's nobody, there's no guest that I would have on that would be in person because everybody I would have on 
would be either people who are part of Christ or people who are part of different organizations. And they're all outside of BC or at least outside of the place, the city that I live in currently. So it would be, it, I felt like it would just be a step words, uh, a step backwards because I would have to go back to the webcam or maybe I'd have to have no camera and then I would never have guests on. And that's why I haven't had any guests on. I, I've wanted to have guests on, but I just haven't because I was filming it and I'm not, and I guess here's the other thing. I don't have a studio. I'm not big enough yet. I don't have the right equipment or the, you know, that's not only my camera or cameras because you'd want to have a couple of views uh, or a couple of different camera angles if you had a guest, but also my, my computer hardware and software is just not, not good enough to handle all of these big files, right? And when it, when you don't get any views on it, it's not like that didn't motivate me to keep doing the podcast. I don't care if they didn't get very many views because I listen to it on audio. And when I look at the stats, the audio is very consistent. We get a decent amount. So then I'm like, why wouldn't I just do audio? So that's kind of it. That's why I kind of decided first last week when I did film, it was just glitching out and my computer got fried basically. Then I also want to start having guests on again. And I think just for now, until the podcast starts doing a bit better, then yes, maybe I will incorporate a video aspect to it again. It's not like I can never go back to it. You know, like maybe on the 100th episode, I bring back the camera. We're only in episode 23. I have a lot of time to figure out how I want to do this. And I think just doing audio for a little bit will help this be easier for me to do because it takes a lot less time. It's like I could probably wrap this up like when I'm done edit or filming the podcast to actually put it up probably takes 10 minutes total compared to two hours for video just to export it and stuff. It's it's a crazy amount of time how much easier it is just audio. And I'm going to keep using my recorder with my good microphone. So if I do have guests who are on uh, Discord, let's say, their microphone will be recorded through Discord or through OBS. I don't need to get technical, but I'll try to record their audio through it while recording mine still with this microphone so that way my audio will never go down. And you know, sometimes their audio might because you know, it's through a computer, but it's still doable. It's way more doable. And I think people will be way more open to doing it if they don't need to have their face on camera. If I was bigger, then it would be different because I would say, okay, you know, the podcast, you know, you got to be here or, you know, it's at the Christ gaming headquarters Like you got to come down to be on the podcast. We have a whole studio for it or I have a table set up or whatever. Like you just know that's what it is. And if you got a lot of traction on YouTube, then that would be different. But since I'm on, I'm on like the tail end of that, of that wave of the hump, you know, where your views go up and up and they're up for a year or two and then they dip down. I don't want to be putting that much effort into trying to upload the podcast when they get no views. When I like it as an audio, I like the podcast in an audio format. What I want to do eventually is go back to YouTube not only for the podcast, but just in general, I want to be on YouTube again. I know last week I was kind of talking about motivational struggles and, and all this. And I think the best thing for me to do right now is to, to learn as much as I can from the job that I'm at, where I am creating videos, where I'm writing scripts, where I'm, where I'm uh, writing articles, where I'm interviewing people, where I'm, uh, where I'm making connections and, and learning how to craft a certain type of video. Learn as much as I can from that and then start to really plan out what I would want to do on my own channel and then start to put more effort into it. And I think one of the key points from last week, we're going to get into gaming in a second here, folks. Don't worry, just stick with me. Last week, I, I, one of the key points when I listened back to it that I was trying to make was that when I was younger, it was easy to make YouTube videos because not only because I was young and I just made whatever because I didn't really care and it was just fun, but also because YouTube was different where it was so new that you could just keep posting videos and you could get views on a lot of them or, or anything could happen very easily and you didn't have to put effort into videos. 
right? But now there's more opportunities for creators to actually make a living off of YouTube and being creators, not through, not just through AdSense, through the partner program on YouTube, but also because brands take it more seriously because there's a way that now you can, you can leverage your audience online to either go buy your products or to, you know, build your own personal business. YouTube can be used as a tool now, a marketing tool for individuals, which is great. And it can be a platform that's more well-respected and more well-known by businesses and other media as well. But that's a, that's a two-way street because if, you, if they are putting in more effort now and it's more legitimized, then you as a creator also have to put in a bit more effort to creating the videos. And that's the key point is that I, I never switched that mindset of when I was younger. I kept that mindset. When I came to YouTube, I thought, oh, this is easy. I'll just keep posting. I don't need to put any effort. And I wouldn't put any effort into them for the most part. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what I will want to do is learn as much as I can and then really plan out what I want to make and how I want to make it. And then when I start to make these new videos again, this could be a couple months down the road. It could be a year down the road. I don't know yet, but I will be back to it. But I need to take this time to just not put out things that I, I'm not happy with. I want to keep doing the podcast. I love doing the podcast. I'm going to still do Cryus content and building that business. I'm not stopping that either. It's just on my personal YouTube. I need to come back with a plan and come back with that motivation and that drive to actually put in the effort. Because if you don't put in effort, you're not going to see results on YouTube. And I know I can put in the effort because I do it at work. And that's what I was trying to say is, is I write scripts. I write articles. You know, I do all these things to craft a good video. And I need to start applying that to myself but just once I kind of figure out what I want to create. Anyways, that was uh, probably our longest intro, and uh, it's not even done yet because I have one last thing that I want to say. I'm going to start having guests on the podcast again. That whole spiel about why I'm not filming anymore and stuff, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing for right now because that means I'm going to start having guests on. I've already talked to a couple of people, so I'm going to try to have... And this, is, this is in the esports industry starting, but I kind of want to have this podcast also not just be esports. Maybe that might be the main focus, but once in a while, I want to have a guest on who's just a really cool person, maybe somebody who does own a business or somebody who's just a creative as well. And then kind of, I and I kind of want to shape this to see what works the best. And they're not always going to be so far away that if you listen to it, you're going to be like, what in the world are they talking about? It's going to always relate to something or, or, or somehow to what Lucky Dip is about, which is about creativity. It, well, it's about me truthfully, which is about creativity, music, uh, through music, YouTube, esports, gaming, business, all those things it's going to relate to. And the people I have on are going to be people that I think are interesting. And if I think they're interesting, I know you guys will think it's interesting or that they're interesting rather, because that's why I have them as a guest. Okay. So just, just bear with me on this. I might try to have one for next week. Um, I have a couple of people who I, I'm going to reach out to and some, you know, it just depends on scheduling and stuff. But it also makes it a lot easier because now I just sit at my computer. Well, I'm not right now. I'm sitting on my couch because that's why it's nice since I don't need to be at my computer because I'm not doing it through my microphone that I had on my computer. I'm using what I've always been using, so it's mobile. I can also go to other places now with my recorder because I have my recording device here with the microphone. And then all I have to do is get a second microphone and then they can talk too and we can just chill. We could literally meet anywhere. I could go outside somewhere. I could go to their place. I could go to a, a, a I don't even know where else it would be. But what I'm trying to say is it's very mobile now because I don't need to worry about filming. It's super chill. It's super laid back. And we're just going to have a conversation for a bit. The reason that I bring that up is because yesterday, actually, at work, I did an interview with a really, really cool musician. Uh, his name is Milo Quinn. 
and he's a local artist here in Kelowna. He's done, you know, back a few years ago, he was doing dubstep. Uh, he also was uh, in a few metal bands. But what he actually released was a new a new single as a solo artist, as Milo Quinn. His real name is Quinn McGraw, and he's been in a lot of bands. But as a solo artist under the name Milo Quinn, he released his first single a year after being sober. And it's kind of, well, the way that he said it is kind of dread pop. So it's sort of like... It's like very mellow and kind of uh, emotional in a sense because it's like heavy topics. It's it's basically about him overcoming substance abuse, and this is it's going to be released in the EP, which is it's going to have I th- I can't remember how many songs. I think six songs, and this is like the first song or one of the first songs on the album. So that whole album is going to be or the EP is going to be about him, you know, overcoming substance abuse and becoming a new person. But since this is one of the first songs, it's kind of about being entrapped in, in that in that mindset of drifting away from from everybody and everyone due to substance abuse and and kind of ruining your own life and not finding and not finding that purpose in a sense it's a really good song it's up on apple music it's on youtube just search up drift by milo quinn i know for sure it'll come up on youtube it also features uh shalina who's another local artist here who's also really good and he uses a lot of vocals to kind of build his tracks and add uh unique a uniqueness to it Uh, and it makes this track sound very full because you know it's it's using voice to layer and he has tons of layers i mean in the one song in, in drift he has like 50 layers of instruments and stuff for it but anyways he was super super cool and super nice and we talked for a couple hours uh while while i was filming and doing the interview which is only five minutes but you know you want to have some preamble before you do the interview and we just like i felt like we had a good connection and i think he would be a really good person down the line to have on the podcast as a guest just to talk about you know, music, about substance abuse, to talk about his single, to talk about things like that. And that's where I'm trying to say that when I have people as guests, I might not just have them from the music or not from the, uh, just from the gaming industry, but also from other forms of creativity like YouTube or, or songwriting or music and, and just things like that, or people who own businesses who I might come in contact with. Cause I, I meet a lot of really cool people at my job. And I think that having a podcast is a great way to also like expand on the conversation and a lot of them have really cool things to say and I wish I could show you guys the video that I created because it's one of my favorite videos but it's not out yet it's not released yet but it will be in the coming weeks and as soon as everything's launched like I said at my work I will definitely let you guys know so you can go check out all these videos that I've made and and uh yeah I think that'd be great I'm gonna pause the podcast for just a quick second because my battery's on this recorder about to die it's funny because (laughs) I'm recording on my recorder now only so I shouldn't have to pause it but my batteries are getting low. Actually, yeah, no, I'm going to do it now because then we're going to get into a recap of, of uh, the weekend for Cryus Gaming. Alrighty, here we go, folks. We're back. We're back and ready to hop into the next part of this podcast. That was probably the record for longest intro, but to be honest, it wasn't as much of an intro as the first part of the podcast. Uh, and what I mean by that is at first I was like, oh, this is the intro, but then I realized that's kind of like the first actual half of the podcast because there was a lot of things that I wanted to talk about and... Uh, you know, in the past, we've done kind of two parts of the podcast where one part I'll talk about creativity, one part I'll talk about gaming. And I guess that's sort of what that turned into. I did mean for it to be just an introduction, but the more that I was talking, the more I realized I have more to say than just a quick five minute intro. So thanks for bearing with me through that. I think it was all valuable information. <clears throat> Excuse me. And yeah. But we can either say it's a record that was like an 18, 19 minute intro, or we can just say that was the first part of the podcast and move on from it. 
So now we're going to talk a little bit about esports, a little bit about gaming, a little bit about cryos, a little bit about CECS. Again, CECS is the Canadian Esports Championship Series that is run by Manitoba Esports. That's where we found our team last year. Well, no, not last year. We found them in May from the CECS, but they won it all uh, last season, I guess I should say, because it ended in, I think, April or May, something along those lines, and they won it all, which was great. So they had their pre, uh, what was it? Preseason tournament, basically. So the CECS doesn't actually start until next year. So it doesn't start till January or February or something. Uh, this was just kind of like a little preseason tournament, just to kind of get everybody excited again because it's been a few months since the last season and just to kind of see some of the teams and, and just have some fun. So when you, if you win, you don't really, you didn't really win anything from this one. It doesn't mean any, it doesn't mean anything. Like there's no points allocated to the winner or anything. It was just kind of for fun. It was just, you know, it was a preseason tournament. It was just, it was just to get everything going and to get some teams in there. But still it was, it was pretty fun. They, Manitoba Esports puts on a broadcast for this one. Uh, they have improved it because last year they didn't stream it as much or the streams would be like super short because they would only have like one or two games and they'd stop the streams. So they'd be like usually less than an hour long. And just from my personal standpoint, I like when they're like, a, you know, just a little bit longer just so it's more of like a show. Uh, and even this one wasn't necessarily like a show. You know, there, weren't, there wasn't really many different aspects, excuse me, wasn't many different aspects to it. But I guess there was. I mean, I was on one of them, the analyst desk, which I'll talk about in a second. But what I mean is it was kind of just the games. But since there were so many games, since it's like a tournament format, instead of like, you know, just two teams on one day, two teams the next day, as in like a league play format, it was an actual tournament. So it was a lot more games. The stream is a lot longer. But now it's funny because in my opinion, it was a bit too long because in between games, they would go to like a 10, 15 minute break. But during that 10, 15 minute break, it would just be a countdown on the screen with some things happening. And I know like, cause I, I was behind the scenes. So I know like a lot of things are happening behind the scenes, but it's like difficult. Uh, they did retain viewership and stuff because you know, a lot of them are part of the community. So they would just go, you know, I take a break if I was watching anyways and, and go walk around for a bit. So it's not like it's horrible. I just mean, it's, it's good that they made the improvement and I think there's still room for improvement, but it was pretty exciting stuff. And let's just talk about the games really quick. So our team, uh, Cryus actually made it to the grand finals on Sunday which is the biggest match. That's the finals. So we made it all the way there. Uh, we played Friday and then I think we got knocked down either Friday or Saturday into the losers bracket. And then we made a losers bracket run. We did have a couple of teams who forfeit. We had, and unfortunately actually one of them, the two teams that forfeit, one of them was from UBCO. And the funny part about that is I was talking to one of the players, the guy who kind of runs it actually, who was in this tournament uh, a few days earlier just kind of introducing myself and stuff. And then it turns out that we were actually in the same tournament. I didn't even know they were going to be in CECS and he was actually playing. So I wish that they would have continued to play because it would have been cool because we might've played them. And I don't know, that just would have been nice, but unfortunately they just forfeit. They, they couldn't make it or some players didn't want to play. I don't know the case uh, surrounding it. And then the other one who couldn't make it was P Siffle's team. So they played once and they, they were doing good. But if you remember P Siffle was our part of our Christ gaming's first roster and so that would have been a fun one to play too. Uh, and then they also had seven on that who used to be one of our subs. So that it just, it would have been great. You know, it would have been kind of fun to play him again because we all left on good terms, like when he left the team. So it's not like, you know, there's any hardships or anything at all. I mean, his stream, if anything, has been doing incredibly well. He has a lot of subs now on Twitch, which is great because you actually get paid 
for subs on Twitch, which differs from YouTube because on YouTube you don't get paid for subs, but on uh, or subscriptions I should say. But on Twitch you do. You have to pay to subscribe, and he has quite a few now, which is great. And he's getting decent viewership. He's getting lots of raids, which means that another streamer, um, when they're done streaming, they send their viewers to this certain stream. And he's had some like pretty uh, well-known streamers and pro players in the Rocket League scene do that for him. So he's been doing really great. And anyways, it would have been nice to play him, but unfortunately, again, uh, his team, they, they couldn't make it for one of the days either, so they also had to forfeit. Um, but regardless, we made it to the finals against the Maple Men, and those guys are cracked. They're really, really good. And we did lose, unfortunately, twice to them, actually. I don't even know if we won a single game on them, which really sucks, because they're good. They are really good, and we've talked to them before. Uh, Chilla is one of the players. He's from Calgary, which is where Alex and I are from. The other guy named Velops is from Quebec. And I've probably talked about these guys before because they're really good. And one of them might actually be a guest on the podcast next week because I think that would be uh, nice to chat with them. So, yeah, we lost, unfortunately. But overall, it was pretty fun. And if you remember last week, I was saying how they wanted me to cast. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to cast because like, I don't really want to and stuff. And I did actually end up casting. So for those of you who aren't in esports or anything, I don't know if it's the same terms for sports broadcasting or in broadcasting rather, but basically casting is doing the play-by-play. -play. So it's probably similar to, you know, normal sports in a sense. Uh, it's difficult because it's not what I do. I can imagine like actual sports is a lot tougher and I know casting in Call of Duty, which is the main game that I play, would be really difficult because there's a lot going on. There's like 10 players in the game and some of them are different game modes and you got to be paying attention to a hundred different things so at least rocket league is a little bit easier in my opinion at least to cast because you know there's just three players on one team three players on the next team and you're just trying to see who's scoring goals and whatnot like it's basically the same as soccer or football wherever you're from so that part's relatively easy the hard part is there's so much mechanics uh in rocket league that i don't know the terms of because they're all complex and i can barely hit the ball so you know for me when somebody goes up in the air, I go, okay, they're up in the air. But sometimes they might be doing something specific, and I just don't know the name of it. But it was my first time casting. The reason I did cast is because somebody who was supposed to be casting wasn't feeling well, so they, they weren't able to do it. And I was like, okay, you know what? I probably should just do it because I am available to do it. So I offered that I would help, and I did it. And I think it was actually good to do because it was my first time ever casting and I think it went pretty well, I'm not going to lie. Obviously not as good as the actual casters, like the people who do it all the time because they are better at it, they have more practice and that's what they enjoy doing, like that's what they want to do. But I think I did pretty good for my first time ever doing it and uh, it was kind of funny because one of the games that I did cast was Cryus versus, um, who was it against? It might have been against the Maple Men actually and that's when we got... One we lost and went into the losers bracket. So it was the Maple Men who beat us the first time, put us in the losers bracket. We met them again in the finals on Sunday, and they beat us again. So it was just really unfortunate playing against them because they are good, and like we just couldn't keep up, uh, at least this weekend. So that was the only part that kind of sucked. But casting was pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie, it was it it wasn't horrible. Uh, it's definitely not something that I always want to keep doing. Uh, th that's why this title of the podcast is changing my esports career because I did a bit of casting but it's it's definitely not something I want to like pursue really but it's something it's kind of nice that I know I can do it if I have to if I want to help out or even for our own streams 
as I said previously, on our own Cryus gaming streams is the only time I've ever like casted. But it's you know it's biased casting in a sense because it's our stream, our team is playing, and I'm just doing it for fun. Usually I'm like talking to chat on Twitch and stuff uh, in the meantime as well while I'm casting. But it was pretty good. What I also did. The main thing that I was doing there was doing the analyst desk. So once the games are all over each day, they have people on the analyst desk kind of just go through the games and talk about them briefly. So the whole thing's only about, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes long or so. And there's me and I think there's a couple other people. I can't remember who there was on Saturday, but there was a few of us. So we would just kind of go through and talk about the games in general and whatnot. And that part was pretty fun. The only difficult part about that was that I have obviously had to watch the game. So it was easier on Saturday because I was casting. And then there was only like one or two more games before I had to do the analyst deck. So I just kind of like hung out and just watched the last couple games. But it was tougher on Sunday because I wasn't casting because they had enough people that time. And I wanted to go outside. I want to go for a walk and do stuff. But I also had to see who won the games at least because if I go to the analyst desk... And they're like asking about the games and I'm like, uh, I didn't watch any, <laughs> I didn't watch any of them. That obviously wouldn't work. And it's not that I don't like watching the Rocket League games, obviously, because I do. It's just sometimes they go in for a while or the stream's on for a long time, like it can be a couple hours. And I don't always want to sit around doing that unless I was casting or doing something. So that was the only thing that was a little difficult, but I still made it work. I went for a walk and I just tuned into the stream to kind of see how everybody was doing so I could talk about it. But it was good, and the analyst desk was kind of fun too because it was kind of a nice way for me to uh, get myself out there in a sense so that way people could kind of see who I am uh, because prior to that, you know, some people might kind of know who I am or, you know, Cryus is our first time in the CECS, but they recognize the players and whatnot. So this is kind of nice as, as me being the first time. Uh, so I don't know why I explained it like that. This is <laughs> I, that just threw me off guard the way that I was trying to form that sentence. This is the first time that I was putting myself out there, you know, because I had my cam on and everything, as so people would see who I was and that I'm the co-founder. I did some casting. I was on the analyst desk twice. So it really just shows that I am a part of the community. And it also kind of just gives people, like, gives me recognition from people watching the stream, in a sense. That, you know, they might have seen me on Twitter or something, but now they, like, actually get to see me on the stream. I was invited on the stream from Manitoba Esports, so, or from the CECS. So it kind of just shows that I'm legitimate, in a sense. And I, I hope that Alex gets on there too sometimes because he's also really good at being on camera and stuff. I mean, both of us are from broadcasting, so this is like what we do. This is what we're good at doing. And that's why I think we have a little bit of that advantage as Cryus, as running Cryus, because we have experience with being on camera and not only running productions, but also just being in front of the camera for productions. Like we're not scared to be in front of the camera. Neither of us are. And we can also, and that's just for the more of the broadcasting type of things I'm talking about. But also, like, just for content, we know how to edit, we know how to do all that stuff. So it's just kind of like a nice combination for us to have uh, going into just esports and stuff. But the other thing I was going to say is that I forget. I actually forget. That's going to drive me crazy. So my, it, it was a bit cold overnight. So my heat is on for like the first time. And I just wanted to see, like, if it was working. And it's just, it's bothering me because I'm, I'm like five feet away from it. So I can't feel if it's hot air. I'm sure it is, but I can't tell. And it made me lose my train of thought completely. I was talking about Alex, how we can both be on camera, how did casting do the analyst desk. Oh, yeah. Putting on a stream is so complex. Okay, we've done a few streams on Cryus, but not nearly as much uh, went into it as it does for 
what Manitoba Esports did for CECS. So since I was doing casting and on the analyst desk, I got to see a bit of the behind the scenes so that what they actually do is they have one person, uh, he actually lives near Vancouver, he's the one who runs the stream. So that's what his job is, is he's the guy who's actually putting on the stream. So he's kind of like the director in a sense. So he'd let us know when we're going to be live. He'd be the one who runs the ads. He'd be the one who uh, tells us what segments are going to be up. So they have somebody who literally that's all that they do is they run the stream. Then they would have somebody hosting the stream in a sense. So somebody who's kind of like saying, okay, here's what we have coming up, this, this, and that. Then we have the casters in, which was myself. And then when the analyst desk comes on, then we also have us in there. So it's kind of complex the way that it works. And they even have uh, different channels within their Discord server that we all kind of go into. So that way we can talk, we can see things. And it was just very interesting to see how it's run. And I have a lot of respect for the amount of work that it takes to do it. And that it's good doing things like this because then it gives me ideas and gives me um, yeah, ideas basically on, on how to do it and also how much work goes into it and the kind of the roles that it would take. So if, on Cryus, if we ever wanted to run tournaments, like bigger tournaments where we have more people in it or have different casters and stuff, you know, we've done that in the past, but again, it's like usually we are the ones who are running it, but now we know, okay, maybe it's good if we have somebody else completely run the stream, then we host it and then we have people cast it for us and things like that, you know, like you can have more people and not be the one actually running the stream because the way that we've always done it is we are the ones actually like either Alex and myself are the ones actually running the stream. We're the ones changing the titles. We're the ones going live, doing all those things. And we don't mind that for sometimes, like for certain streams rather, like if we're doing like just fun games or, or things like that. But if it's a bit more complex, as in we're actually throwing a tournament where there's more people or there's a variety of casters or there's a host, it's too hard for us to also run the stream while doing all of that, especially if our team's in it and whatnot. So now we kind of have learned, okay, there's different roles that you can give for people to do those things. And basically behind the scenes, it's pretty complex and it's pretty impressive, truthfully. You never know how much goes on. And these, and these aren't even, obviously, no, no offense to these guys, but this isn't like a big production compared to some of the other ones. I mean, mine are even smaller than theirs. So that, that's what I'm trying to say is it's not, not throwing any shade or anything. But just knowing how much work goes into even these smaller productions, I can't even understand how much work probably goes into these massive broadcasts like in Pro League, like with RLCS, like the Rocket League Championship Series or in Call of Duty, even with CDL, with how much work probably behind the scenes goes on. And that's just for when it's like streamed remotely. I can't even begin to imagine how much effort and work it is to to broadcast these things live. And I mean, that goes for any production, not even esports. That goes for actual sports events. That goes for um, concerts. That goes for any any live shows. It's just crazy to think about the amount of work that goes into it. And and if you don't do anything behind the scenes, you can't even understand it because it looks seamless and it looks easy, but it's not. And even with smaller productions like we're doing with esports, it's it's a lot. But it's really interesting. And one of the funny parts, though, <laughs> is that for the grand final game, for some reason... So so he, let me just preface this by saying that when you're streaming on Twitch, it's live. And then the chat are the people in the text box or commenting, rather. So, you know, on like YouTube videos and stuff or, or, or on any other social media, you can comment on posts. You can comment on videos. But it's like after the fact. When you're doing live streams on Twitch it's live. So like people are commenting live as things are happening. Now there is a bit of a stream delay because we don't want people to, you know, 
stream snipe or do anything like that which I don't think they could anyways, but we just want to make it fair for everybody in case somebody had the stream up and they're kind of seeing what the players are doing. So we have like a, it's like a minute delay. So like we're doing stuff live on the back end, and then it's, it's seen on the stream like a minute later is what the stream delay means. But for some reason, the chat, these weren't even people who were like there the whole weekend. They were just there for the grand finals. They were being so rude and just toxic for no reason. It was so annoying. And the annoying part about it is that I couldn't really do anything about it because I had to be professional and be on the broadcast. But these kids, and you know that they're kids, like you know that they're like 13-year-olds or 15-year-olds who just are being very just rude for no reason. And and you know also that they weren't there for the whole stream because you can recognize usernames and stuff. And, you know, everybody throughout the whole weekend was super nice in chat and like everybody was like people I know and stuff. And then for some reason just during the grand finals, and of course, it's as we're losing. I mean, they would have said the same thing if we were winning or, or losing. You know, it just would have been about the other team. But they were just saying how like much we suck, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, why am I even watching this? Crisis like the worst I've ever seen," and stuff like that. And they're and they were just kept going on and on. And I was just like, "What is wrong with them?" Like, I get it. It's the internet. You know, people just like to be toxic. They just like to th- say things like that sometimes. But when they when they weren't there the whole weekend, they weren't even playing. And I, you know, I'm not gonna say anything here, but. It, they might have been some players who were in the CECS last year who aren't in it this year who were saying stuff. And it's just kind of funny that they're saying all that because our team won it all last year, completely undefeated. We didn't drop a single series. And I'll be honest, last year the competition wasn't very good. There was a couple teams who were good, but a lot of teams weren't. And the, the teams that were commenting this stuff were not good teams. So the fact that they are saying that kind of stuff about us in the grand finals, it just shows that they're they're cowards. I'm just going to be honest. They're sitting behind their keyboards saying all this stuff when they don't even have the guts to compete. And that just shows that they are just wanting to stir things up. And, you know, lots of times I don't, like, let it get to me. Like, it didn't really bother me. But it does in a sense, too, because we don't have a big enough fan base yet where, like, we can defend ourselves in a sense. It's basically just me. But it's hard because I was also on the analyst desk and stuff, like, reading all this and trying to, like, act professional and everything. But... I was also trying to be like, yo, I want to defend my team. Like, I own this team. Like, don't say that about us. You know, like, yes, I know we're losing, but like, who are you to say that? You know, and I, I get it's, it can be like a rivalry thing, but it wasn't even people who were cheering for the Maple Men because they didn't even know who these people were. Like, I, because I, I know all these players, right? Maple Men, I know all these guys. I've talked to them before. They were actually on the analyst desk after, and they were even saying, like, we don't associate with any of those people in the chat. So it was just like random people from previous teams. We're just saying stuff to just start things and they're probably just mad because they're not playing and I'm like, dude, it's not my fault. You suck at the game. You get better and then come compete against us and then, hey, you can say that we suck if you do beat us, but the chance of that happening is very low. Um, Yeah, I just want to say that was just funny and that's, that's what happens sometimes, the difference between... I mean, it happens in all sports and everything, obviously, but that's a, just the tough part when you're on the broadcast because you have to be professional, but also like when you're seeing that stuff going on in the chat and you can't like really defend it and then we don't have a big enough fan base to also defend us or to say things back... I mean, a couple of people did because, again, like I said, a lot of the people in Manitoba Esports or in the CECS, well, everybody knows our team. They know the players. So some of the people were also defending them, which was great. But it's just, like, kind of difficult. And, like, you know that these are just, like, 13, 15-year-olds who are just, like, mad and they just want to see the world burn on the internet in a sense. But, yeah, that was the only that was the only little downside. And the funny part about it, too, is that they don't even know that, yes, we lost and, yes, it sucks. But... 
we know all the players of the Maple Men. We, we've met with them before. We've talked to them. I'm probably going to have one of them as a guest on our podcast. Like, we're all friends behind the scenes. So for them to go into the chat and be like, oh, my goodness, Christ sucks and, and this and that. But they were, like, they were being like pretty hateful for no reason. Like, it wasn't even just about us. It was just like in general. They were just being like really rude. And it's just funny because it's, it's, you know, on sure, on I want to have rivalries. I know I've talked about this before. But that wasn't even really a rivalry. It was a preseason tournament. It was the first time we've seen them. And it wasn't even people who are the fans of them, of the Maple Man. It was just random people coming in throwing hate. So it's not even like a true rivalry or a way to do it because it's just hateful and not even a part of that other team. I want rivalries, but I want it done like in a respectful way. You know what I mean? Obviously, you can't change it. Obviously, they're freaking kids, like I said, but whatever. Uh, that That's out of my hands. Um, it's nothing the Maple Man had to do with. They, they didn't. And I know that they were the better team that weekend. And I've said in the past, they're very good. And they're always really good competition for us. And we know all of them. So behind the scenes, we're all trying to build this. But overall, it was a great experience. Got my name out there. And uh, just one thing before we wrap up the podcast. We are going to be doing some more announcements to cry soon. Uh, everybody's just been busy. I'm working full-time. Alex is working full-time. Everybody on Christ, they're all on school and stuff. So, and competing. So, you know, things get busy. It's not as, you don't have as much time as you do in the summer, but it's okay. We do have some announcements coming. So be on the lookout for that. And I will talk about it more once it is out and I kind of say who it is and what they're going to be doing and maybe who these other people might be too, as it all happens. But as for right now, I'm going to go, I'm going to go eat some breakfast and then I'm going to go to Vernon. I'm going to go to the pumpkin patch, pick out a nice pumpkin, and then I'm going to go to my aunt and uncle's house for supper. You love a free meal. The weather here now is nice. It was, it was raining for a week straight, and now it's sunny out. There's no clouds in the sky. I haven't seen the sun for a week. So I'm going to go for, I'm gonna go eat, go for a bike ride. I forgot to say I'm going to I'm gonna eat because I'm hungry now. It's like 1030 in the morning. Then I'm going to go for a bike ride. Even though it's chilly out, it's a little chilly out. I'm still going to go. Just nice little bike ride. There's no snow on the ground. There's no. It's not wet. It's just a little chilly. Gonna go for a little bike ride, then drive all the way to Vernon to go to the pumpkin patch by myself. Cause why not? I want to get a pumpkin to make pumpkin seeds. Cause Halloween's tomorrow. Or if you're listening to this on Sunday, Halloween's today. And then I'm gonna go cause they also live in Vernon. And then I'm gonna go eat some food for free, which is great. All right, that's it for this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I will be chatting with you again next week, maybe with a guest, maybe without one. We'll have to see. Leave your thoughts down. Uh, I don't actually know where you can leave them, though. Oh, on Apple. App, oh, wait. Apple Podcasts? I think you can leave a comment. I don't know. Maybe on, the, on Spotify you can. I don't even know how to read those. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.